pandemic trapped a bunch of aging role-playing gamers in their homes, forcing them to crawl out of their pen and paper comfort zone and into the online world of virtual tabletops and video calls. To join them as they raise the curtain to share their stories, insights, and love all things geek. To grab your long sword and your plus one bottle of Viagra and get ready for another episode of Advanced Age Role-Playing Gamers Podcast. That's a lot of syllables for one sentence. Hello and welcome to uh, another episode of Meet the Cast with the Advanced Age Role Players Gaming Podcast thingy. Is that what we're or something? It? something There's like an acronym. That. If you follow along the acronym, it, it falls together. <laughs> um, but here we are. We're, we're here again. We're, we're here with Chris. Uh, Hello. So usually we do like a double team uh, for our guests, but but tonight we're we're, we're triple teaming. High Chris. class. We're yeah. we're gonna call we're gonna call it running a train. That's I think. <laughs> Look, guys, I only have so many. Yeah, never mind. No, human <laughs> <Plenty>. scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, wonderful thoughts. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, let's go ahead and, and get started and and, uh, and meet our uh, cast member, Chris. Hello. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Give us your yes. name, your nicknames, your so whatever you want to do. Why you're a Lego person? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a Lego person because if the past five minutes of the conversation haven't shown everybody that uh, I need some separation from my professional life, which is doing things for people <laughs> and things <laughs> and people stuff. Who pay you? <laughs> yeah, people who pay me to do things and stuff that I will have. Well, they always say I'd have to kill you if I told you, but really, it's, they'd have to arrest me, and I don't want. I would not do well in prison. <laughs> these lips, these lips in prison, gold, man. You do really well in prison, <laughs> and, man. Well, like... and the, the legs and ass too. I'm gonna tell you, it's <laughs> well, not here. She is a... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, exactly those legs and ass. <laughs> <laughs> what is the word? Do we have a Lego fetish? Is that a thing? I don't know. I'm sure there's somebody. Rule, 34. Rule 34 Lego. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's let's get into the dive into the, the questions that people really care about. <laughs> 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 so like when and uh, what system did you uh, uh, were you playing when you first started role playing? When I first started, I played a handful of games of uh, Battletech in high school. Uh, but that was just the robots killing robots parts. So no real role playing there. And then after I dropped out of college, I met these reprobates that got me into uh, Hardmaster was my first actual real role playing game. <laughs> because why not start with the hardest, most lethal system out there? That's not Traveler. <laughs> awesome. So that was good times. And I've been hooked on that ever since. Good way to start. Do you remember your first character? I don't remember the character's name, but yes, I do remember the first character. He was a uh, basically a caveman hermit uh, who was afraid of magic in a world full of magic. So that went well. <laughs> he was not well adjusted <laughs> at all. No, no, no. <laughs> Every time somebody used magic, he had to make a, a basically a constitution check to see if he'd freak out. Uh, a lot of freaking out. Good times. <laughs> 
That's awesome. Good system, though. If you like the character building, um, it is one of the systems where you can die in character creation, but you're also very likely to die from the common cold, like, you know, people in medieval times. So, Or today. Yeah. Yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have an overall favorite game system? I think I know the I think I know the answer, but if you're thinking Battle Lords, uh, I... <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> then you are correct. <laughs> Another <laughs> system where you can die in character creation. <laughs> I've never played that. Really? Oh. Yeah. We a, we had an epic game. epic game that went on for years, or it seemed like years. It I don't know. We like years. We we were gaming so much back in those days. I, I mean. You know, marathon sessions all weekend, and oh, it was ridiculous. I remember what started the session was um, Starship Troopers. They all went to see Starship Troopers, and they say, "You know what? I want a game where we fight giant space bugs." And they went right, <laughs> right to Battle Lords, which is also where my favorite character was, Seamus McAngus, the Orion Rogue. Hmm. Orion, nice. Orion Rogues, if I remember correctly. Um, came from a planet uh, and they, you know, they had a culture, but they were, uh, they loved the Scottish culture on earth so much when they learned about it, that they adopted it completely and all became outer space Scotsmen. Yeah. Well, they'd, they'd already had the kilts. Ah. That was the, the, the link that uh, they believe they had the Scottish. So they, they immediately took the bagpipes. They can't play the bagpipes, but they love them. <laughs> they were also all spot junkies. If I remember correctly. Uh, they're all spot junkies, yeah, mm. and they all had seven fingers per hand, so they're uh, like you know, great rogues. Hence the mm. name. Popular, I bet. Oh yes, <laughs> a lot of good times in the, a lot of good times with that game. So, uh, out of all the characters you've played, uh, do you have a, a favorite? You mean like the one I just mentioned to you a second ago? Well, uh, the question yeah. is why? Why was it? Why, why was it? Seamus? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so seven why fingers, is, or? Uh, because he was about as morally ambiguous ambiguous as you could possibly be. Everything was for fun. <laughs> Everything was for fun. combat was for fun. I believe at one point, and this actually made it into one of the later Battle Lords manuals, the graffiti walls, was uh, the captain, played by Tyr, uh, was attacked by some uh, horrible, horrible monsters. And he was honor-bound to fight them on his own. And he was getting mauled. So I'm sitting here uh, on the ship, and someone says, "Hey, look, the captain's in trouble. Do you think we should help him?" No, nah, that looks like it hurt. <laughs> and uh, so somebody shared that to the people who make the Battle Lords manual, and it made it into the next edition of the manual. Oh, that's awesome! The first edition of the manual—I mean, you have to understand how they put these together—had napkins, the ori- copies of the original napkins that the creators had. With the wait, with the waitress who served them at the, I think it was a Denny's, um, her signature that was pressed into the book. Um, so yeah, that that's how, that's just how they produce things, and it was it was fantastic. That sounds pretty cool. Maybe we'll have to give it a shot in one of the later editions. Yeah, I'd love to go back to that world. <laughs> I don't think I'll play an Aridani Sword Saint again, but yeah, <laughs> a little intense for me. Why why do you play role play games? Um, it's a nice distraction from reality, especially nowadays. Mm. <laughs> but no, it's a lot of fun. It's a great way to, you know, stay in touch with people and use your imaginations in ways that 
you can't really engage in in real life unless you like getting arrested for murdering your neighbors and setting <laughs> things on fire and such. I don't recommend that, kids. Murder is frowned upon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, murder is bad. Yep. Even if you think it is just. <laughs> <laughs> you know, storm in the Capitol. Totally. No, not a wise idea either. That's... <laughs> There's one for the edit board. <laughs> Has Nathan sized with resignation? Why are these interviews all five minutes long? You think there'd be a lot more content? <laughs> off topic question. Off topic question. Let's let's go let's go around the table. What's everybody drinking tonight? I, I'm I'm gonna start it. Uh, I've got a I've got a dark and stormy with uh, Falernum. I'm using a naval strength rum and a Falernum from Maggie's Farm in Pittsburgh. I am using a uh, Roman Coke with the Mexican Coke and the 50, 50 proof Captain Morgan's and Ooh. a splash of orange bitters. Nice. Always nice. I, f- I, uh, I had some water. Again. So you're uh, lame? Yeah, I'm lame tonight. Grandpa. I'm saving all my, my drinking for, for next Tuesday because that's always the, the best thing to do when you're trying out a new system. So. Yes. <laughs> And, and Matt, you're actually here, so I've just been moving your camera all around the screen. If you want to jump in, you, you can feel free to. I, I am. I, I would love a drink, but I can't get up because I'm trapped here because I'm actually not wearing any pants because I didn't think I was going to do a recording tonight. <laughs> Dude, so I've either got to, I've either got to drop or uh, you know. <laughs> you drop Stay them. low. Stay low. Combat yeah. crawl. I'll just roll. <laughs> We've all had those days. I've had the last several months like that. So yeah. I'm not wearing any pants now. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, I'm in pajamas. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, I actually yeah, had to go. Official pants. I had to go out in the real world and risk my life. So I, I you know, immediately came home, showered and put on, put on my evening pajamas nice. as opposed to my daytime pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> Got to wash the, ho- the hot dog water stains out of the old pajamas. Speaking of, if I, if I if I was, I would be drinking my last uh, uh, Modelo Negro, which I think maybe I'm going to roll out of frame and go grab because it sounds delicious right now. You should do that. <laughs> go for it. It doesn't sound bad at all. <laughs> and, oh, wait, uh, oh, look at it. Look at it. Pan. Pan. <laughs> so speaking of the real world, um, mm. what real world experiences do you think have shaped how you play role playing games? Things that have happened directly to you. Huh. Uh, more affected you. What's that? I said mostly you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> we said real world, okay? <laughs> well, how are we really talking? Because uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, hmm. Just my own twisted imagination and lots of books. I mean, that's really. Yeah. Everything uh, else came after the role playing games. Yeah, I think that's that's one one thing it really does is like uh, once you start like thinking about your your own characters, your own world, you kind of like you read books differently, you watch movies a little differently. And it's like a, oh, you know, watch a certain movie and like oh that would be that would make a really fun role playing game or or that would be a really shitty role playing game. And, you know, so you, it's like it it does kind of like uh, influence your media consumption a bit. I may or may not want a star a Stargate SG one role playing game. There probably is one, actually. Uh, there was one briefly, but uh, I don't. Yeah, the, there was a card game, too. But yeah, I you know, it, it's entirely possible to do with a couple of the existing systems that are out there. Oh, sure. I'm sure. Yeah. GURPS and 
Gerbs. Here, here's Gerbs. <laughs> you clearly don't need to learn any languages because everybody speaks English. Yeah. Oh, it's, just, it's like Star Trek. Yeah. I, I do love that they it, it, they did they did during the series during the various series like make fun of that and the fact that like every world had the same trees in it. They're like, you know, so so they gave a nod to that in the scientific you know the, the scientific explanation. So yes. You know. All right. I mean, there you go. There you yeah, go. That's perfect. Good job. Frosty. Frosty beverage. Ironically, I won't stand up and get this, but I went outside to my winter fridge to get these to my underwear. His neighbors were pissed. That that's that's called the carport. Yeah. That's that's exactly what I do right now. I I've, I've got stuff out in the garage and yeah, keep it out there. So, Chris, why do you think that role-playing games are experiencing the surge in popularity that they are today? I mean, if that if they are, it's cuz people ain't got any other shit to do. <laughs> you know, it lets you like like mentioned earlier, it lets you escape into a whole different set of circumstances that you would not otherwise get to experience and you get to be the the masters of your fate in ways that you cannot in everyday life. That's fair. Yeah. Hmm. I, I mean, I know that, yeah, <laughs> for a bunch of us, this is the most I've played in years because, you know, with the, with the online, I get to see you and Nathan and Matt and everybody more often than I ever did before the pandemic. So, yeah, no shit. Speaking of the pandemic, like a, yeah. go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I said it just like, like it was like a, it was hard just to get together like once a month. And now it's it's we've been so consistent. Yeah, considering how uh, geographically dispersed we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Much easier now. Uh, I'm in Transylvania, and you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, I was in Transylvania. Mm. So <laughs> that that's that's even a no shit thing. I, I worked there for months. Uh, beautiful country. Uh, two types of cheese only. Weird. Uh, <laughs> no, they only had the white cheese and the yellow cheese. Of course, I was in like the 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 poorest part, like just just the dirt poorest part of the country. Um, but we'd go. What's that? I was saying the yellow cheese is just the white cheese, but older. It, well, the the white cheese might have actually just been the yellow cheese because the white cheese was brined. Ah, okay. Uh, so there was a brine dry cheese, which was just called the white cheese, and the yellow cheese was here. And when I asked them, you know, do these have another name? And they just said, no, just yellow and white. And I went, okay, that's <laughs> that's fair. But I mean, this is a restaurant like, you know, the nicest restaurant in the village that we were in. We'd go down at like 7 a.m. to eat breakfast. We're all working on our laptops. There's three or four of us who were staying throughout the project. And they'd be playing like hardcore club and techno music on the TVs in the back. But it was always the same seven songs. So we'd be working, you know, typing up, you know, typing up our reports. I'm doing the environmental and the project management, whatever. And you just look up and be like, this is my jam. And just keep going back to just go back to work because it was the same seven songs. And weird thing, that restaurant was run by 70-year-old Transylvanian ladies. It was. It was. Interesting. Uh, we just, we, we called the, the, the one of the ladies who ran the, I think, the entire kitchen, we just called her Mama because her daughter was the server who, were, who, who just served us the whole time. And she called her Mama, so we had no idea. She never came over and talked to us. We just called her Mama, too. It, it, we're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Little did you know, he's actually now part of that Transylvanian family. Married I believe to I am. at some point. Yeah. I believe. <laughs> Everything was served with toast. Everything was served with a side order of toast. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner had a side order of toast. So you went to Transylvanian Denny's. 
<laughs> Actually, it wasn't part of that. wasn't part of Transylvania. It was a bit south, but we, we'd go up there. We'd go up to Transylvania on the weekend. Gotcha. Anyway, anyway, let's get back to asking questions about you. <laughs> yeah, this is about Chris. So how'd you, how'd you just sidetrack us here? But anyway. Well, look, somebody's got to take the part of, of yeah. Somebody's got to take the part of, of Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Sean, and I'm going to talk about me forever. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you feel better, we'll talk about Sean too. <laughs> and James and Malcolm. <laughs> So what are you playing? What are you playing now? What 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 games are you in? Uh, really, just the uh, the one that Nathan's running. So we just finished the Aliens, and uh, and are starting up Twilight Two Thousand. So okay, apart from computer games, that's it. So what did you think of the Aliens game? Uh, it was about as bloody as I was expecting. Um, I was surprised I made it all the way through. I did not think that was going to happen. Well, to be fair, 75% of you made it through. 75% of you made it through, <laughs> mostly because of that guy in that corner right down there. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> but no, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I, I had fun running that for you guys. And... and I probably took a little bit easy on you towards the end there, but but it was you got, I tortured you enough during the whole thing. I didn't have to like. Well, there was twenty five percent less for me to hit. So what <laughs> you've done? <laughs> Parkour. It's going to be interesting to see how. I mean, I've noticed looking at the rules, and I, I know that you is how the systems from Aliens are going to are going to carry over into Twilight Two Thousand. Yeah, it's, 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 there's a lot of similarities because they're using kind of the, the their year zero engine as the basis, and, and uh, but it, it's really uh, there's a lot more moving parts in this, which is uh, probably going to be a, a, a little rough <laughs> for the first uh, couple of sessions. But uh, I think yeah, we'll. I, I expect the first few battles to be very chaotic. I mean, yeah. more than the game intended. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, not even just battles, just kind of like making it through the day because it's really about it's really a survival game. So it's it's really about like, OK, where do I get my food? Where do I get fuel? Like I, I was only able to go like 30 kilometers a day. And, and, uh, and yeah, so it's it's a lot about, you know, there, there are going to be battles and whatnot. But a lot of it is really just like, where, where do I get my next meal and how do I you know not starve to death? And so unrelated note, what do the other players taste like? <laughs> yeah, I was say, I, funny you should mention because I was going there. The uh, I was having a work conversation with somebody at lunch some years ago, where the topic of you know if you crash if you were in a plane you crashed in the Andes Mountains, um, what would you do to survive? I'd say I'd start eating people day one. <laughs> you know, just let them know where you are. Just let them know where you are. <laughs> yeah. for, for that's not a surprise answer from Chris. Yeah. I mean, honestly, well, he, he might start. Really he might start snacking on the way down. Okay? Not, not, not even. That's, that's a trendsetter right there. See, that's when they're they're worth the most protein value. Once if you wait too long, this not not really healthy anymore. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. why I made sure no work people would ever travel with me anywhere, and it was great. <laughs> Hey, so I know, I know, I know some of this, but um, what would you like to tell the listeners some of the real world experiences that you have that you've had that affect the upcoming game in Twilight 2000? 
Oh, so I'm a, a military brat uh, who also works uh, for the DOD. So I'm more than familiar with uh, military plans, programs, procedures. Um, but I will not be using much of those in the game because I'm playing the Polish version and I get to make fun of the uh, you know, Soviet era plans, programs, and procedures, which are nothing like ours. Nothing. <laughs> and uh, let's see, I lived in Europe for four years. Um, have family from uh, who still lives in Europe. Uh, traveled there pretty extensively. Not quite as extensively as Mr. Globetrotter over here asking the questions, but uh, a fair amount. Well, we've traveled together there, so we ha- we have. We uh, we went. So his youngest daughter had her first beer in, with us in uh, in Germany. It was the, one of the most. I, I'd say that was probably the happiest I have ever seen her. <laughs> <laughs> that that was nice. Nice in Heidelberg. Yes. Yep. And the other daughter, um, so the eldest daughter wasn't 21 yet, but since she could drink in Germany, our, our last day there, uh, we were at, you know, we just left the hotel. We wanted to get breakfast somewhere. So we're in this little German bakery with the little sit-down place, and uh, the waitress comes over and asks us what we'd like uh, for breakfast. Now, she asked us in German, and Autumn panicked and screamed, Hefeweizen! <laughs> it's 8 30 in the morning <laughs> oh, that's, that's awesome did, did they bring her a hefeweizen yes yes they did <laughs> god bless the germans i love them good for not her. A ta- it's not a social taboo there nope yeah, yeah like I, out of everybody playing this game uh, i have the least military experience so this is this you guys i know are gonna call me out on like stupid shit all the time um, Are we gonna have any APCs made of cardboard? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there going to be a chance to parlay? That's, uh, always. <laughs> There's always Par- a chance parlay, to parlay with evil. Actually, yeah. Anybody, anybody grab <laughs> yeah. that book? There's a whole. Uh, it's it's in a whole place. section on it, right? In the rules about negotiations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read up, dear. Just don't hopefully do it with hill giants. <laughs> Just yeah, hopefully none of us took that gi- skill. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, we didn't have the choice. It was all up to the yeah. fate of the dice and what we got. So true. You know, we. I, I mean, I know my character during creation went to a totally different direction. Well, a totally different direction, but a, a direction I didn't plan on exactly. I know Sean's character. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was at least in the ballpark, but if there's any fish in this game, they are fucked. I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fish fucker. But it was, I mean, I mean, it was good seeing being there, and we're all creating our characters together, and we saw how they were kind of splitting apart. I thought, and then everybody chose a pattern that I think will fit well together. Yeah. Except, well, do you guys on. mind if Next I ask time. a question? Yeah, by all means, please help yourself. I, uh, I figure I'm gonna go. I'm going off script, right? So, uh, <laughs> well, it, so, as long as it doesn't involve you standing up and asking the question, no, that's right. <laughs> Do you mind if I? Yeah, this look infected. Uh, that's not a PowerPoint slide. Oh God! <laughs> uh, all right, let me use my pointer. No, um, okay. <laughs> so I, I guess I was gonna ask. So, so, so we we started playing. Um, we were playing a Nathan's D and D game, and and that's how we all sort of became a group. You know, uh, doing doing that game. W- what are your thoughts about like the whole podcast thing? It's like, not uh, my, you know, it's not really my cup of tea because that's more of a kids thing. You know, little freaking millennials. 
but no, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, I think it's been a lot of fun and it, it opens up some very good, uh, interactions that do, I think would otherwise be missed by the, uh, broader community getting to see our nonsense oh, work yeah. appropriate. Totally. Work nice. appropriate. I, uh, I, I'm just hoping we're not like banned in the first month. That's really, it's my, if we make it past the first month about being banned <laughs> on every platform, <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah I don't, at least make I don't it. want to host. I don't want to host this on Parlor. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we have content warnings. That's, that's yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. If you are offended, we should have a scroll down the side. If you are offended by this, and just keep adding to the scroll. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a picture of Sean. <laughs> <laughs> If you, if you don't you like think, Baltimore accents. <laughs> um, is there anything else you'd like the, the the people out there listening to the podcast to know about you? I'd like to know, um, but I guess I could find figure something know worthwhile. Um, so for those who don't know, you know, I'm, I'd be what I'd call gender fluid. Um, tend to be, be along the lines of mostly female characters. The role-playing experience is... I started role-playing before I came out to any of my friends in that regard. And that actually led me a good way to sort of ease into it comfortably, see how they would respond. And they were incredibly open and welcoming about it. And cheer uh, being one of those. And it was, uh, it was very great. It gave me the confidence to step out uh, as I feel comfortable in life and do well for it. So I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Awesome. Yeah, we, we appreciate having you around. Yeah. Good times. Thank you. Yeah. Always fun. I think we have like similar senses of humor, which so I, I, I definitely uh you know appreciate getting to getting to know you and and, and sharing a, a sick and twisted uh I guess we all do, but but I think uh, <laughs> I think I think we're all on the same wavelength a lot. So uh, yeah, I appreciate I think so. Yeah. <laughs> which is which is just to prove that the internet just brings psychos together. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, remember this is AARPG, so we have some of us predate the internet. That's right. Uh, so we, we came together before a lot of that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's <laughs> totally true. Yeah. When when mm. when the rumors of Tony Kupo existed before the person Tony Kupo. <laughs> yes. I hope he told you that during the interview. He doesn't. When the next round of interview comes up, we have to talk about that story. Oh, yes, we are. Okay. So, so what we're going to have to do is uh, we're going to have to do this is like a meet the cast where we ask you questions. We're going to have to do like a uh, what, like a uh, where other people talk about the other people or no, something. No, I don't- no, no, bad idea. <laughs> terrible, terrible, bad, awful. We'll call it uh, Blue Falcon Thursdays or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we, I, we, we should have, we, we could have, uh, we can have uh, listeners write in and ask questions about the cast. We'll, we'll call that the wake, the wake episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, when we jump the shark. You might notice my background. Um, this is, if, if I stop moving quick enough, this is Jupiter over here. I took this picture. Mm, That's nice. Jupiter. This is the core of the Milky Way taken from a ship at sea. So just in Very case cool. anybody's wondering, why That's the beautiful. fuck is this guy a Lego with the space background? <laughs> big, uh, big amateur astrophotographer. <laughs> yes. I get uh, no, uh, no light um, problems, right? You can must get beautiful skies out there. 
Uh, very nice, guys. Yeah, you can see the glow of Baltimore to the south for a bit, but it's a uh, it's quite nice. Yeah, yeah. I think that we're go- we'll, we definitely need a trip out west um, again, and you know, for, like, maybe for one of your birthdays, and just go out and go go to the desert and set something up for a couple of days. I agree. That was a good time in 2017. We went out west to, uh, for the eclipse to view the eclipse in Idaho, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Got to see the Craters of the Moon National Park and uh, spend a, a star party out there. Gorgeous. Absolutely nice. gorgeous. I recommend it. Mm-hmm. Next time. Yeah. What is it, 20 years or 30 years? <laughs> well, there's an eclipse coming up in 2024. Oh, okay. Um, we should Cattle, all go down to... Catalan. Uh, yeah, Mazatlan. Mazatlan, Mazatlan, sorry. Oh, yeah. even better. Yes. I, I'm da- I, I was down. I really am. <laughs> Yeah. I'm happy happy to do so. But I I'd like to do it on a ship. That's just me. I, I think that we rent a we pool together, rent a rent a sailboat. Oh. And drug Chris's wife. I'm on a boat. Was it that's like a I'm on a boat song yeah, or something? Yeah. yeah, the uh what's his name from Brooklyn Nine Nine and Sorry, Oh uh, Terry Cruz? Yeah. Terry Cruz. No, no, the uh Sandberg. Yeah. Adam Sandberg. Adam Sandberg. Sandberg. Yeah. yeah. You gave some your TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> well, does anybody uh, else have any questions for Chris? No, no, no. I think I've. Yeah, uh, this has been quite quite exhausting enough. Thank you very much. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're done with this guy. We've done well, so many that, of these. I'm like tired of like, yeah. <laughs> you guys. I think that uh, think that about wraps it up though. So, Chris, thanks a lot for sitting down and uh, sharing that all with us. Well, thank you for having me. And thank you, Nathan, for uh, running this whole show. And I guess Ooh. Matt, too. He's been doing some stuff. Yeah, he's... <laughs> <laughs> Mostly just scratching myself under the table. But <laughs> Well, uh, thanks. And thanks to the listeners for tuning in to another uh, another episode of the Advanced Age Role-Playing uh, Gamers Podcast. And uh, next time, stay safe, uh, stay healthy, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Thanks. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to AARPG's presentation of It's Always Cloudy in Kalish. The game system we are playing is Free League's Twilight 2000 4th Edition Alpha. Our game master for this story is Nathan. Our cast includes Tyr as Axel Mueller, German college student turned reluctant soldier and guardian. Kupo as Blanco Fantasma an Italian assassin who thinks that if he can protect his nephew, Axel, then maybe there's some light left in the world. Chris as Minka, the Polish farm girl who wants to escape the madness of war and establish a new community. Matt as Pavlov Onajetski, a Polish wannabe criminal and childhood friend of Minka who sees the war as an opportunity to become a big boss himself. And Sean as Gunnery Sergeant Mason, an American career soldier from the hills of Appalachia. Gunnery Sergeant Mason has fought in one war after another since Vietnam, and all he wants to do is go home, if there is a home, but not lose himself in the process. Our story was played on Roll20 Virtual Tabletop. Special thanks to Nock Fenix, who made the character sheets for Twilight 2000 in Roll20. Our shows are recorded using OBS, OBS Ninja, and Audacity. Our sound editing is done with Reaper. 
Original artwork for the AARPG logo was created by Sarah McMullen. You can see her other work at sarahmcmullenart.com. Music for the podcast was provided by Dark Fantasy Studios. Sound effects were licensed through Audio Jungle. Join us each week for more stories, interviews, and other random insights into the world of gaming. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and at our website, thearpgs.com, where you can check out additional information about our stories and our cast. If you would like to help the show out, please like us, follow us, subscribe, or retweet our shows to your friends so that we can share our stories with as many people as possible. If you would like to support the show more directly, you can pick up some AARPG podcast merchandise in our website store. Money from the merchandise sales go right back into the podcast to help us pay for services, software, and material to create even more stories. The AARPG podcast is not affiliated or endorsed by Free League Publishing or any of the other vendors we've mentioned in the credits. So until next time, stay safe, be kind to one another, and play games. 